Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh my. Wait, you can hear me, right? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I'm amazing. How are you? I'm good. Oh my god, I miss the sound of your voice. I feel like I haven't taught, I haven't heard your voice in forever. Troy, I really feel like since I stopped having my own podcast, I've sort of just like fallen into obscurity, and I kind of feel like chic about it. But I do miss you a lot. No, I'm actually. That's like, that's the dream. Like, literally, <laughs> I don't know if that's like. I think that if I did that right now, because I've leaned so much into all the worst cliches with the pandemic, <laughs> but like. I think that would be, like, the end for me. Like, I would truly become Nell and just, like, live in the woods. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, uh, like a heartbeat away from, from going to a place of Nell. Yeah, just having, like, your own language that's, like, a woods language. A thousand percent. And just, like, bonding <laughs> with, like, woodland creatures. I mean, I haven't seen Nell, but doesn't she do that? <laughs> well, she she basically is feral. She's a feral human. And she, oh. like her language is just moans and groans because it's like just her right on <laughs> it's me on it's me by friday <laughs> okay now <I'll> go off <laughs> <laughs> well so to all three of you listening right now so far hi thank hi. you for joining us i'm excited about this so this is obviously just going to be super chill and i just thought it would be fun because i know that you love a romantic comedy and yes. I love romantic comedy. And I think what romantic comedies you gravitate towards actually tells a lot about you as a person. Like, I just think everybody has, like, a romantic comedy queen that they yeah. relate to, love, like, have had, had a crush on, whatever. So... Um, can I ask you, is that is this, like, a first date question for you? Where you're like, what's your favorite rom-com? It's, like, it's up there. Yeah. It's up there. It's it important is. data. It is important data. And sometimes the answers can be so shocking, but like usually in a good way, because it's a it's romantic comedies. You know what I mean? It's interesting right. no matter what. If you're like, what's your favorite rom-com? And someone's like, failure to launch, you'd be like, okay, I don't know if it's gonna work out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have do you have like a definitive this is the one that I always watched when I was yes. younger movie? Throughout my whole life, it has been my best friend's wedding. I think it's the perfect movie. Really? Okay, what what yes. made you, like, gravitate towards that when you were younger? My mom always liked it, and my Aunt Karen, who was, like, my coolest aunt, always really liked it. And I feel like it was just, like, something... I really feel like my parents, like, took my sister and I to see it in the theater. I think it was one of those nights where they wanted... My mom probably wanted to see it, and they couldn't get a sitter. So, like, I feel like I saw it in the theater and was like, this is boring because it's not a cartoon. Because I was, like, very young when that came out. Right. Um, but but then I kind of feel like it would always, like, be on, like, in our house. And then once it was on the TV, it was always sort of, like, the, like, Sunday movie that was on, like, E! And my mom would be, like, making dinner. And, like, my best friend's wedding would be on that. Or, like, ABC Family. Um, RAP ABC Family. And so I just kind of feel like it was always around. And it just became this, like, comfort movie for me. And I've always fancied myself a Jules. And I'm, I, I'm not proud, but I that's how I feel. Were you, when you were younger, did you know that you wanted to act? You did, right? You always knew. Always knew. So did romantic comedies, like, did that movie have a big impact on you wanting to become an actress? Yes, to this day. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I did this, like, three days ago. I'll listen to the score from my best friend's wedding 
And when you get to the part where Jules in the movie is chasing after Michael, and it's like, Michael, and she's like chasing him in her crop top. Um, I will never look like that in a crop top, and I just feel like I have to say that. But I literally like daydream about playing Jules in the remake, and I've already like aged out of it. Because <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be thirty in July. <laughs> I love that though. Ironically, mine is also a Julia movie. Which one? My romantic comedy is Pretty Woman, which I guess is kind of cliche, but. One of the first things I found out about you is that you love the song Wild Women Do. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pretty Woman had a huge impact on me as a kid. Like, Mm -hmm. because when I was little, when I was really young, we didn't have cable. Mm-hmm. and we would like record a lot of movies like on like cassette tape and like on dvd yes and uh so then we would just like watch these like hbo recordings of movies all the time oh. and uh pretty woman was one that we own and i i mean i literally watched it probably i probably at a certain point in my life when i was really young i probably did watch it every day i won't even lie to you about that i probably once a day watched pretty woman Oh my gosh, that's how I was with like Stand By Me. I watched it four times in one day once and it was because I thought River Phoenix was like it, but that's neither here <laughs> nor there. Um, Pretty Woman is fucking great. And but okay, but here's how I feel about it. And this is like maybe a fucked up thing to say. I like that. I like the parts where she's like rich. Like I like it when I get the most excited when she gets to the hotel and like things with what's his name start happening. Not Richard oh, totally. Gere, but what's, uh, what's the character's name? Um, uh, Edward. Look, Edward, no hands, no hands. <laughs> Wait, how do you feel that Brittany also loves Br- Pretty Woman? Like, does that make you feel that much closer to her? It does, because I can, like, picture the part, the parts of the movie that Brittany would, like, belly laugh at. Like, I just Yes! Know. I just do you know. Think, do you think Brittany loves the bathtub scene? She loves the bathtub scene. <laughs> she thinks that the sex and the piano scene is, like, extremely erotic. Yes. When, when Julia, and, like, and sits romantic. on the keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she <laughs> fucking, like, keels over and, like, just fucking honky-tonk laughs when Julia, uh, says that she almost peed her pants at the opera. <laughs> yeah. Brittany loves that scene, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I say that you're, like, not just a Britney fan, like, you're a Britney whisperer. Like, you fucking know. I'm her conscience. Yeah, you're, like, telepathic with her. <laughs> I wrote down some um I wrote down a list in my notes app of classic romantic comedy girls. Great. And I just want to know like your general thoughts on like cuz obviously we've established we're both Julia girls. She's perfect. <laughs> She's the one for me. Um yeah. but I know like you, and also by the way anybody who's listening like feel free to join in this conversation cuz I think this is so interesting. I love seeing who people's romantic comedy girl is. So yes. obviously we have Reese, of course. Duh. Duh. Kate Hudson, of course. Doi. Okay, but can I say something, though, in the realm of Kate Hudson? Another girl sure. that I didn't name who is my rom-com girl is Katherine Hahn, my queen. Mm, um, okay. Katherine Hahn in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, like, that is my dream role. Like, that is the role that, like, I want to play so badly. Like, the friend who's, like, kind of a mess but, like, is stunning, even though the audience is supposed to accept her as, like, homely. And it's, like, she's literally not. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous and perfect. And her comedic timing is second to none. And, like, I just need to say that Katherine Hahn is also low-key a rom-com girl to me. You know, it's so fun that, like, women like Katherine Hahn, like, the girls who back in the day would have been considered always just, like, the funny quirky judy greer yeah 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 totally the judy greer it's so fun that now like we all have an understanding that that's the goat like that girl is the movie always like it is their time and like i'm sorry i've said this on like 10 different platforms by now but like i'm just really sick of people being like it's the hanasan like oh my god we love katherine hana and like it honestly like like infuriates makes them like where the fuck have you been like exactly. she has been iconic since 1998 and i don't know why the fuck you were sleeping on katherine Hahn. like that's between you and your therapist and like take it off of twitter i can't even hear it i 1000 percent agree with that i had that moment with tony collette 
Yes! Where I was like, um, excuse me? Like, did you not watch United States of Terror? She played eight characters on the same show. Troy, in the sixth sense, she is 26 years old playing that role. Oh my god. The mom in the sixth sense, like, she is weathered. Like, she has seen some shit. That scene in the sixth sense where she's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of my heart. Did you take the bumblebee pendant? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. yes. You know, like, she's fucking exhausted. And I'm like, that is a 26-year-old woman. And, like, mentally and emotionally, she's, like, 59. She's fucking amazing. (laughs) Hereditary. It's like, yeah, I fucking saw Hereditary because I see everything she's in. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Don't ever. I hate people. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think Kate is, like, really has, is, like, top tier magnetic um, totally magnetic made for a rom-com honestly like it's yes just built for it um, i love her laugh she's the cutest laugh yeah she inherited all of the quirkiest most charming shit from her mom yes like the greatest qualities Literally. um there's obviously sandra of course doi Oh my god, sandra my babe i've really been having a hankering to rewatch miss congeniality lately you know, you can always guarantee with Sandra that there's going to be some really good stuttery comedy, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love stuttery comedic women like that Diane Keaton. You know, I love me some Diane Keaton. Duh. Like, I love stuttery jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so specific. I know. <laughs> There's of course Drew. Oh my God, Drew Ben, <laughs> There is a movie that she did with uh, Justin Long called "Going the Distance" that I think is so underrated. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that in years, but I remember really liking it because they're both just so cute and they have so much fun yeah. together. And Justin Long is one of my celebrity crushes, and I'm obsessed with his Instagram. Yeah, he's so cute, and yeah, so she, cute. They they do have really good, they, they dated right. Yes, I think for like a while, like for a few years. Well, there's of course Drew, and then we go down to Jennifer Lopez. What are your thoughts on Jennifer's rom-coms? Wedding Planner, while some of those lines do not hold up, some of the lines in that movie are very problematic, but uh, love The Wedding Planner. I also, sorry to like go on a tangent because I know we're talking about like rom-com queens, but like Matthew McConaughey in The Wedding Planner is so delicious. Like I just fucking love him in that movie um and yeah j-lo is everything always well matthew mcconaughey is a rom-com queen though he, you're right so that's like kind of on point yeah i mean he's the queen of the rom-com honestly and like i feel like j-lo too just brings like she just a she's just like fucking stunning and mm-hmm. b like she just brings such like heart to like every role she does like you know like like made in Manhattan also like I just think you're rooting for her even though she's like doing fucked up shit in that movie and like stealing right. what's her name's clothes but you're like right. yes like wear that cream jacket and just like pretend you're a rich person like fucking do it like I just think she has a really beautiful like vulnerability and like openness to her as an actor and as a rom-com queen I agree with that I love um monster-in-law ah! Troy I'm so sorry <laughs> I like had I had one beer and it like really hit me um <laughs> I, like, we do not talk about this movie enough, but I do remember, I will tell you this, what year did that come out? Like, 2005 or something? I would say so. I remember watching it at a sleepover, and my friend Jessica, who, like, would, like, low-key always say bitchy things to me, but, like, as, like, a, I'm just kidding kind of thing. I remember we were watching that movie, and she goes, she looks at Jane Fonda, and she goes, that's gonna be you one day. And I remember being like, (laughs) thank you, Jessica. I took it as the biggest compliment in the world. I was like, oh, you mean, like, a bad bitch with, like, a literal estate and, like, her own show who, like, looks hot as fuck at the age of, like, 65? Like, yeah, that will be me, Jessica. (laughs) Right. Who is physically exuding comedic excellence at all times. Literally. The part where she's like, oh, I don't drink from the tap. I'm like, yes, Jane. (laughs) (laughs) She's a temp. And she, like, dons her iconic, like, Lisa Renna wig. Like, her flip-down bob the whole time, which I love. I love her in that look. Yes. And she keeps calling J-Lo a temp. (laughs) Right. <laughs> and like just the, like the subtext under the word temp is like the way she plays it is so amazing she's so good yeah uh, so good 
J-Lo, iconic. Of course, Julia, Meg Ryan. I mean, I think Julia oh. and Meg are sort of in the same... Stratosphere. Like, yeah, right? Yes. I literally was thinking about You've Got Mail today. Because I read this uh, I read this article before we started recording about how um, throughout like each decade the rom-coms change and mm-hmm. like they change depending on like what girl adds her twist to it and like kind of changes the genre mm-hmm. and they talked about how in the 80s like all of the rom-com girls were like uh like molly ringwald was like the rom-com girl mm-hmm. and she was like really flawed and like almost like an anti-hero like she was poor and she was insecure and she had like real like not certain in comparison to where it got in the early 2000s like she was such like a deep character you know yeah yeah and then in the 90s it was julia and meg and they were like like you know the cutest just like the cutest and like also like the girls who like they had everything working against them kind of thing like they're like they invented the trope of being like clumsy and tripping over things and like you and know, then, like, the, giggling, like, like, giggling while they do it. So it's, like, right, really right. endearing. And I feel like Meg Ryan was, like, the type A version of that, whereas Julia was always, like, the rough around the edges version of that. Even totally. in, like, Mystic Pizza, like, I love, I, again, a role that I would, that I've aged out of that I would love to play. Um, Her role in Mystic Pizza, where it's, like, she's hot and good at pool and, like, rough around yep. the edges, but has this, like, big heart and just, like, so much, like, vulnerability, just, like, pouring out of her and I just think yeah Meg and Julia both did that brilliantly in the 90s right and then it became another person on the list that I kept reading about Julia Stiles no <laughs> she is a romantic she is considered a romantic comedy queen they they call right. her that like upsets me I literally was like talking to my friend Taylor last night and I out of nowhere like nothing prompted it I was just like I don't like Julia Stiles's face <laughs> and it's not that I don't think she's pretty. Like, that's not what it's about. She irritates me. Like, something about her, like, viscerally irritates me. And I can't explain it. And I honestly blame the movie Save the Last Dance because I just think she was so annoying in that movie. You know, the, I will say that there's something about her that doesn't, like, translate on camera. Like... it's She's just dull. Yeah. She's really flat. You're right. And, like, I'm sorry, like, 10 Things I Hate About You, like, perfect movie, but, like, without Heath Ledger as her scene partner, like, that would not have been good. Like, it wouldn't have been the same. We're rooting for them because of Heath and, like, all the nuance he brought to Patrick, and I will stand by that 100%. Yeah, and I will say that that's my least favorite, I mean, I love that movie, but that's my least favorite kind of, like, the kind of uh, romantic comedy lead that she introduced, I hate. Like, the dopey, nobody understands me. The Lady Boggs. Yeah, right. Like, I would never be invited to that party. Why are you mm-hmm. guys even talking to me? Like, it's like, the woe is me lead is so annoying. So annoying. And I will say, like, sorry, but, like, hearkening back to Molly Ringwald, like, I think something she did really well, I always think about that scene in uh, Pretty in Pink where she's like, I don't want to go home. Well, I don't want to go out either. And Andrew McCarthy's like, well, you don't want to go home. You don't want to go out. Like, what do you want to do, Andy? Like, I don't know what you want to do. And she's like, she's like, don't! dramatic moment that I clearly always make fun of but I will say like even even when she was in those like preppy kid situations where she's clearly like uncomfortable and you know out of her league in a way there was still like an earnestness to her where like she didn't play the woe is me trope I don't think the same way that Julia Stiles did yeah Julia's is just so like it's just heavy yeah, it's heavy and like I don't know. It's not fun to watch to me. Like I really no. don't enjoy watching her. No. Um, who else is there? I'm looking at my list. Oh, of course, uh, Jennifer Aniston. What do you think about Jennifer's Jennifer Aniston's movies? Oh my gosh. I, okay, there are a lot that I like haven't seen. Like I haven't seen like Just Go with It. Wasn't that a movie she did? Or like it is. She's done a lot of like bad rom coms, but I will say I think that she. I mean. She's just adorable. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that's not a hot take. Like, everyone loves Jennifer Aniston. But I will say, like, the movie The Breakup, I think, is so underrated. And uh, in that movie, she does that monologue when he, like, doesn't show up at the concert. And she, like, is, like, crying to Gary, to Vince Vaughn about how he didn't show up. And I just think, like, after that movie, I was like, oh, she's, like, a rom-com queen. Yeah, I do think that The Breakup is, like, 
one of the best. Like it's really it's great. Yeah, it's canon for sure. Like it's because yes. it it does all the things that you don't expect it will do. And mm-hmm. around the time that that movie came out, it was just so many <clears throat> like cliche. Like thanks to her, thanks to Jennifer Aniston, actually. Mm-hmm. It was just like back to back to back to back to back, like cheesy, poorly written, yes, like surface, just so such like vapid bullshit romantic comedies. Oh my god, right? I also love her in Picture Perfect. I think she's so fucking cute in that movie. Oh yeah, so I was thinking about Picture Perfect. It's not that good, but like she's in it, and like I always want to think that Kevin Bacon's attractive in it, and I just like don't. But she's great in it. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to listen to some calls yes okay i find anything directed by nancy myers just like so comforting oh. um and especially uh because she worked with meryl streep and she worked with um diane keaton uh and something's got to give all those movies are just great okay and all right brilliant well okay are, are you you've in- ignited us I mean, Nancy Myers is like, I'm hot for Nancy Myers. Okay. I yeah. fucking love her. <laughs> like, I literally, like, sometimes I'll think, like, okay, if my boyfriend were to, like, decide that I'm too much and dump me, would I decorate my apartment like, you know, like an 80s, like, porn palace, like, very much like Lady Gaga in American Horror Story Hotel? Or would it be, like, an, a hybrid of, like, Iris's cottage in the holiday and then, like, Meg Ryan's apartment and you've got mail? It would be that for sure. And like, I think that's what it would need to be. And like, again, I'm not manifesting this. I hope it doesn't happen. But I am like, what would my like single girl in my 30s vibe be like? And it's always through like a Nancy Myers lens. I think comforting is the greatest term to use. Like, she's so good at making films that feel like lived in, if that makes sense. Yes. They yes. Just it's feel- like like i don't know like they have a soul like they just feel i don't know so like realistic yes it's like it's like her movies like watching her movie feels like the houses her movies take place in where it's like they've been here forever you a movie that she made in 2006 could feel like it was made last year like they have a timelessness and a comforting quality to them that just makes them like the perfect like sick day movie hangover movie like night in movie like they're just movies a movie for all seasons like they're just the best you're so right about that what's your favorite nancy myers would you say oh for sure something's got to give for sure Mm, that's my sister's fave what's yours um maybe this is like a hot take but like i'm in it's complicated girl (coughs) oh it's complicated is great it's so good. I just, it, it has everything I like, like a bakery and like vibey, like Santa Barbara, like drone shots and like pretty like Spanish style houses and like a kitchen renovation, like floor plans, like right. architecture, all the things I like. Lake I also, Bell. I, I love Nancy Myers too, because she understands, like, she is somebody who appreciates the talents of like an older actor or actress. Mm-hmm. And really, really loves to just, like, shine the most beautiful light on them. Like, she, the way that she directed Diane Keaton in Something's Gotta Give is, like, obviously she's just, like, a fan of hers. Because she understands all of her quirks, all of the things that make her funny, like, all of, you know, the even, like, the wardrobe. Like, her incorporating Diane Keaton's weird quirks into her wardrobe in that movie, like, just adds so much. Like, it's just so thoughtful. Yeah, she really does have a way of celebrating women in general and especially women of a certain age because I think so many, for so long in Hollywood, it was sort of like after a certain age, women just like die off and you don't hear stories about them Mm -hmm. anymore. You just don't see them in movies anymore. And Nancy really broke through that. And I also think, I mean, I think what she did with The Parent Trap was brilliant. I fucking love that movie. Like specifically the moment where Natasha Richardson like sees... Hallie as Annie for the first time and she's like you're back and they hug on the stairs it's like if you're not crying in that moment like I don't know what to tell you right Uh, I also want to ask you about your thoughts on a Cameron Diaz romantic comedy somebody that I miss with my entire spirit I miss her so much the sweetest thing is one of my favorites it is the sweetest thing is like everybody should own that like it's just like you should you have to own it I had the VHS from Blockbuster previewed. <laughs> I think I got it for like $8.99 in the previewed bin. 
um, on VHS. And it was like my go to just like, oh, I don't know what to watch. I'll just watch the sweetest thing from like seventh grade until like 12th grade. I miss Cameron Diaz so fucking much. Like I miss her so much. I cannot believe that like, I can't believe we live in a world where Cameron Diaz is no longer an actress. It's so wild to me. It's really sad. It's like, can her and Brittany just come back at the same time? I don't honestly know if I could take it, but like, that's what I need. Right. I know. I know. I... I'm sorry, sorry Yuka. <laughs> well, I was just going to say her and Christina Applegate's chemistry in that movie is just like, just jumps out of the TV. Like, it's unbelievable. It's so good. I just like mm-hmm. miss her brand of like quirkiness, like her Ugh. giggly, goofy, like, Truly, like, the definition of, like, cool girl, but, like, the actual cool girl, not the cool girl, not the Kelly Ben Simone cool girl. Yes. Like, the real one, you know? Yes, like, she is that bitch. Like, she doesn't have to try. Like, she's just, like, giggling in, like, little boy's underwear in Charlie's Angels, like, NBD, and it's, that's just, like, her journey. Fun fact, I remember in sixth grade, like, after Charlie's Angels came out, everyone started wearing, like, little boy's underwear, like, to school. And, yes. like, in, like, sixth grade gym class, it was, like, the first gym class I had where we had to, like, wear uniforms and, like, change. And, like, it was the cool thing to have boys' underwear on. And I remember <laughs> telling my mom, like, I need boys' underwear. But, like, because I was, like, kind of chubby, I just stretched out whatever pattern was on it. And, like, I did not look like Cameron Diaz, needless to say. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, by, like, going with my friend to buy those because that was definitely a thing. And yeah. her being, like, these are, like, $3. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> they're little boys underwear and they're five to a pack yeah (laughs) um oh we have another call let's listen to this one whatever happened to the girl next door chick where'd she go oh my gosh alisa alicia cuthbert is that her yeah yes oh my god that movie was like revelatory i think for a lot of people in our age group (laughs) that was a big that movie was huge when it came big out. deal like, yeah, yeah yeah i remember in eighth grade there was this like one friend of mine who she would have people over like every friday and um her mom would just like let us watch that movie like in like the living room with like a bunch of pubescent boys with us and i remember thinking like whoa that's like really edgy of her mom <laughs> we would watch it like every weekend and it was like the unrated dvd version and it was like so scandalous Right, and you're like, this is obviously just making all of us horny. It's, like, crazy that you just, like, let us do this. It was really crazy. Honestly, looking back, I'm like, okay, inappropriate. But, like, I also remember just thinking that uh, Alicia Cuthbert was, like, the coolest. And then I remember when House of Wax came out, and, like, she wasn't the hot one, and Paris was the hot one. I remember just being, like, deeply confused, where it's like, wait a minute. Like, you dye her hair brown, and suddenly we're supposed to accept that she's not the hot one, and Paris is. Like, I don't subscribe to this. I know it's such like she wears glasses energy but now they're off yeah (sighs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) um let me see I'm gonna go through my list again okay so we talked about Cameron oh okay hello what do you think about a Sarah Jessica Parker romantic comedy because I live I I already shit on failure to launch um but (laughs) um does the family stone count as a romantic comedy it does. That's actually That's, why I asked you, to be honest. Because you know that I ride yeah. harder than probably anyone for the Family Stone. And I know yeah. it's a bold statement, but, like, I am eerily obsessed with that movie. Um, but, yeah, I think SJP is definitely a rom-com queen. I think, like, I think Failure to Launch was a shitty character, if I'm being honest. Like, her whole job is to just be, like, Trip. Like, that entire right. movie, she just says Trip's name every other word. Um, and also, like, who names their kid Trip? But, like, no shade. Um, but I do think I do think in the Family Stone um, and in Girls Just Want to Have Fun, I'm going to throw that in there as a wrong oh, yeah. that she finds just like really um, amazing, just like uh, texture in these rom-com characters, unlike anybody else. Did you, this is completely random and like out, like left field. <clears throat> Did you grow up watching Love and, um, Love and Basketball? No, and I need to. So, like, when I was younger, I, like, refused to watch that movie because I had a real strong stance against, you know, sports films. Yeah, I think that's probably why I never saw it. (laughs) I was like, I will not. And, like, 
it's it's a movie that so many men love. It's most mm-hmm. men's favorite rom com. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not gonna like it. Like I just it has everything working against it. Basketball, straight men love it. It's out for me. Yeah. And yeah. then when I got a little bit older, <clears throat> I finally watched it and I was like a blubbering, sobbing. Yeah. Hannah, it is so not at all what you think it would be. Okay, but is it sad? Because I also always felt like it was going to be, like, low-key sad. It's not sad, sad. Does someone die? Yeah, it's not sad like that. It's sad more so, like, it's just so, like, emotional. Like, it's just so emotionally intense. And, like, the characters have so much chemistry, and they're so, like, you really believe that it's real. So it's, like, sad like that, kind of, you know? Yeah. Uh. And it's more so, like, the sports element of it and the thing that makes it so fun and, like, so cool as a romantic comedy is that it's about, like, like the underlying theme of that movie is about, like, she's a, she plays women's basketball and he plays men's basketball. And, like, everything that they go through parallels each other, but it's, like, so much easier for him always. <laughs> like, uh... everything is always easier for him. And, like, she has such a harder go at it simply because mm-hmm. she plays women's basketball and they're like competitive since they're kids and it's just you gotta like watch it as soon as you possibly can it will become one of your favorite movies of all time okay i'm not kidding that's gonna be like my saturday morning snuggle movie tomorrow hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. Like, everything people say about it, all of it's true. It's so fucking Okay. Good. I'm honestly really excited to, like, be late to the party because then I can talk about it with anyone. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be like, hey, have yeah. you seen Love and Basketball? Let's talk about it. I'll text yeah, everybody you. Will be you like, know yes. that. Yes, yeah. girl. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I saw it when I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it was always, like, dance movies. Yes. Sports movies, absolutely not. <clears throat> oh, you couldn't pay me. Same. You couldn't pay me. You couldn't trick me. Like... Like, I, I haven't seen Mighty Ducks. I'm like, why would I see that? No, I've no, I know exactly. Well, I have seen that, and it's exactly what you think it'll be. Every single moment of it is exactly what you think it will be. And, like, I'm sorry to be this person, but it's like the only sports movies I have seen are like when I thought the guys in it were hot. So, like, when I was little, I loved The Sandlot because I loved Benny the Jet. I thought he was so hot. And, like, right. I like, and, like, this is like kind of weird, but I liked Rudy because I thought that, like, Sean Astin was hot in that. Listen, I get it. I you get know? it. <laughs> did you were you like a what's that show called the 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 football show everybody loves friday night lights never seen it me neither <laughs> nah. people hate that though hate and They're they always like, say well, no you don't get it it's not yeah, fo- it's, it's so not about good. football and i'm like yeah. i just can't it's like it's so football-y i can tell it's like i literally can tell from like the poster and also like i saw the movie of friday night lights and i remember thinking like this is too sports heavy. And like, it's like, it's not like remember the Titans where it's like the sports is secondary and you're like really just right. rooting for all the characters. It was like Friday Night Lights was like a football movie. And I was like, this is boring. Yeah. Like Friday Night Lights is a good example or like, like Varsity Blues. Like that's about as far as I can go. Yeah. 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 Totally. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other romantic comedies aside from because I knew for first of all, can I just ask you what yeah like what it is about the family stone, why, who, what, when, <laughs> where, and what had happened? Oh my gosh. So I remember seeing it in the theater in high school and it was one of those movies kind of like literally stepmom adjacent where the trailer was like, This is gonna be a family comedy. And I right. thought and we were like, we were like, What the fuck? That was so sad. And I really think I just learned to love it more the older I got because I just really liked a lot of the actors in it. Rachel McAdams mm-hmm. as Amy is like me. So like 
I think just that narcissistic side of me is like, I'm such an Amy. And so I like it for that reason. I think the house in it is beautiful. Like visually, I just love like the clutter and how like cozy that house is. I love Diane Keaton. I love Craig T. Nelson. I love what SJP does with it. Like I just, I love an ensemble movie in general. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, sorry to bring down the mood, but like losing my mom young, like I just think it's kind of something that we don't really talk about in enough Christmas movies of like just those gaps right. you feel at Christmas when you're not with the people you love or like that first Christmas after you lose someone. And it's right. such a visceral feeling that I just, now I just told that movie in such high regard because I'm like, oh my God, like, someone wrote a movie who like gets it and so it's just very comforting to me now but it is one of those movies where like when I say I want to watch it my friends will kind of be like are you okay and I'm like I fucking want to watch it okay just like get off my dick yeah like I want to feel (laughs) it let me feel it yeah let me feel it come on no I get that and it's a lot there's a lot of um I love like physically funny women like ah I just, I love a woman who can do physical comedy like there's just nothing there's nothing more funny than watching Diane Ke- Keaton hit a line back. Like, come on. I mean, can you imagine what her take, her cutting room floor takes look like, the ones that they don't use? Like, like it's just, oh, she's so good. In the movie, because I said so, like, the level of physical comedy that Diane Keaton did was out of hand. Like, it was unhinged. Oh, my God. Oh my Low God. key, I love that movie. And again, it's not good. Like, that's a bad movie. Um, it does have our Queen Mandy in it, but because I said so, it's such a comfort food movie to me, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. By the way, I, like, have a cough, and it's from the fact that I never stop talking. That's dark. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, I've, like, today I've been talking for 10 straight hours. I haven't talked. No, Troy. <clears throat> absolutely not. Dead serious. Um, uh. But no, yeah, and also her her physical comedy i know it's like cliche to bring this movie up and you talk about her but like her physical comedy in first wives club like as a kid uh, had such a crazy impact on me yes. like i just because i learned what physical comedy was by watching that movie so much not yes. by like watching jim carrey or anything it was like watching diane keaton like oh my Say god this, yeah speak you know it. what i mean Yes, honestly, even down to the way that like Diane Keaton like shakes her head when she's mad and the way her hair moves, like oh, it's hilarious. When she's like, the "I'm the nice one," and like her hair, her like bangs move, like they flutter. It's yes. fucking hilarious. And when she does those random, oh, ah! <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that monologue she does in like Baby Boom about how she wants like water that's not brown or whatever she's like ranting about. Oh. And she just loses it. Jake, my boyfriend, like, actually, like, is very annoyed by Diane Keaton. He's like, oh, she does the same thing all the time. And I'm like, you bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> yeah, some people do the same thing all the time because they're so fucking good at it. It's and because we hobby love hobby. it. Come on. <laughs> Wait, you know what rom-com I hate? That, like, I think it's, like, comically bad. Raising Helen. I don't know if I've ever seen Raising Helen. Troy, when I tell you, I remember, like, after my parents got divorced, like, the only thing my dad knew to do with my sister and I on the weekends was just, like, take us to a movie to, like, kill time. And every now and then he would actually let us pick the movie. Normally he would just drag us to whatever boring movie he wanted to see. And I remember that weekend my sister and I were like, Raising Helen, like, we want to see it. And it was like, I remember we left and we were like, Dad, we're really sorry. Like, that was a really bad movie. And my dad was like, oh, thank God, at least, like, we're all on the same page this time. This is like one of those movies that I can just. Oh no! Wait, it's reconnecting. Did my internet get fucked up? Wait, Wait sorry. sorry Troy, lose... What'd you say? Yeah, I lost you first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I said that that's one of those movies that I can tell just from the cover art is bad. Like you can just kind of look at it. It's like it just looks oh bad. God. She's like in her UGGs, which was just like so of the moment, in like a little short <laughs> set. Like, get out of here. <laughs> she's like look at my little uggs they're rolled yeah, down like, with my curly hair like that was when like after how to lose a guy in 10 days they're like we're gonna let kate wear her hair curly in this movie it's gonna be wild and she's in her like yeah. cute like bohemian like curly hair with her like uggs just being like a cool bohemian girl in new york city right. speaking <laughs> of cool bohemian girls in new york city can we take a minute to talk about britney murphy's performance in uptown girls oh my god oh fuck also, I mean, honestly, 
Dakota Fanning is also just so crazy. Like, as a kid, uh, Dakota Fanning, there is no child actor that made me hysterically cry more than Dakota Fanning. Oh, my God. Her heart was just, like, open. Like, you were just watching a child experience things for the first time in these movies in such a way that just, like, breaks your fucking heart. Have you ever seen Man on Fire? No. And have you seen I Am Sam? Because I have not. Oh, absolutely. I've never seen it. Isn't that fucked up? If you, listen, I don't know about you, but there are some days where I truly am like, I want to sob. Like, I want to watch a movie that makes me cry so hard that my stomach hurts. Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) Man on Fire is truly, I've never had a crying experience in a movie ever. Until this day. No movie makes me cry like that. Like, I don't even like to watch it around people because it's like ugly cry. I love, like, an ugly cry movie moment alone, especially when you're, like, a little bit drunk. Like, you're a little wine mm-hmm. drunk, and you're just, like, crying to the point where your face is just, like, puffy and swollen, and you're just, like, <laughs> you're, like yeah. Kim Kardashian, like, or no, like, Sarah Paulson crying, where you're, like, <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, Let's play, we have That's three calls, feeling. let's play these calls. Oh, my God. Just wanted to say hey and that I love you both. Hannah, I'm listening to um, your Gossip Girl rewatch podcast. And oh it's God. fucking incredible. And Troy, the Blackout Britney episode was the highlight of my fucking week. Oh, yay! Julia! Thank you! Thank you. Julia Gulia. Speaking Thank of rom com so queens. Right. <laughs> oh my God, fun. Thanks for listening to the Blackout episode. Oh my god, I still need to get to that, Troy. It's my it's gonna be my walk soundtrack for tomorrow. <laughs> it was fun. It was really, really fun, honestly. You'll like it. You know I could listen to you talk about Britney like literally until the end of time, time, time. <laughs> I've really pushed it this month. The Aries really jumped out this month and I said, you know what I want to talk about for 30 straight days? Britney Jean Spears. It's your birthday gift to yourself. By the way, what are your birthday plans? Happy almost birthday! Thanks! Um, well, I get my first dose the day <gasps> of my birthday, which I think is crazy. Oh which one I are know. you getting? Um, uh, why can't I think of What's the one with the P? Pfizer. For, yeah, this is literally what I... That's my job, by the way. I say that word literally <laughs> probably over a thousand times a day. Oh my Fuck. gosh. Um, well, Mazel Tov. Thank you. And yeah, and then I'm just going to get drunk after. Oh, I wish I was there, but someday we'll be together in person. I know. Well, I can't believe <laughs> I'm so old. I feel like very, very ancient. Yeah. How do you feel to be turning 21? <laughs> I'm just excited <laughs> to be able to go to the bars and buy my own beer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and have, have usual wines as a sponsor because you right. have legal drinking age <laughs> it's a full glass per bottle <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's play another call hey I got here late so I don't know if you already talked about this but can you rate your favorite Drew Barrymore rom-coms Ooh. thank you Ooh. Okay. Chloe I love that yeah, wait, Chloe, am I following you? Let me check. I'm following you now. Uh, okay, well, all right. Oh, my God, there's so many. My favorite Drew Barrymore rom-com is Never Been Kissed, for sure. Same, same. Can we like, just take, I'm sorry to go on a tangent, but can we take a minute to just talk about at the end when he doesn't show up on time and the look on her face? thinking he's not gonna show up it's like so perfectly played and then when the beach boys kicks in and he michael vartan runs onto the field like perfect it's so perfect it's so iconic like yeah that scene is just such iconic you know i mean it just really like set the set the bar for like that generation of rom-coms like she really had such a huge impact on like what the late 90s early 2000s rom-com looked like and it's beautifully shot, and also, I'm sorry, like, I want to play the Molly Shannon role in that movie. Like, I just want to be the funny, totally. like, slutty work friend. Like, that's all I want. Always. Um, okay, ranking now. Let's get back. Sorry, let's get back to it. <coughs> all right. Okay, God, there's so many. Because there's those. And then, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a, oh, wait, The Wedding Singer. Oh, 
Never seen it all the way through. Sorry, guys. I have to get on that. Um, it's, you know, it's good. I think it's a little, it's one of those where I'm like, all right, guys, calm down. <laughs> you that's know what I mean? Calm down. I think that's why I've never really watched it. Cause like aesthetically, it just seems so stylized that it's like borderline irritating. Right. Like I have to be in the mood for something like that. It's almost to me like, so I married an axe murderer. Like when I'm in the mood for that movie, I think it's the funniest movie ever. But then other times I'm just like, shut up. Like I can't. I know. I totally get that. Yeah. Fuck. She's in so many. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Oh Barely. my god. Okay, never been kissed. The wedding singer. Fever pitch. Home fries. Oh my god. Fifty first dates. Music and lyrics. Oh my god. My date with Drew. Riding in cars with boys. Mad. Oh, mad love. That's my I've favorite. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Okay, so Mad Love is peak, 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 peak. Manic pixie dream girl. Drew. Nineties. It's like ninety four, ah. ninety five. <clears throat> so it's like flower power, like um, dandelion in the hair, very yes. lispy, no bra. I'm going to stand on the, on David Letterman's table, Drew. It's that Drew. Love. And in Mad Love, she's, now mind you, this is the 90s, so the way that it's handled is psychotic. But in Mad Love, she is um, a like young girl that has bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And she's really wealthy, like rich parents, and she meets a guy, and like he falls in love with her during like a peak um, manic episode. Oh my god! So it's like yeah. that episode of Modern Love with Anne Hathaway, but like before it ever happened. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and she like just basically puts him through hell, and he like loves her, and that's why it's called Mad Love. Um, I'm sure I haven't watched it in a long time, but I'm sure it's extremely politically incorrect now because it's about bipolar disorder in 95. Right. I'm sure it's fucking psychotic, but totally. uh, it's great. Oh my God, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, there's a lot of these and some of them are absolutely dreadful. He's just not that into terrible. Oh my God, that movie. I remember when like seeing the trailer for the first time, like any of those, like, was that a Gary Marshall movie or was it just in the same it was around the same time that he was doing like Valentine's Day and stuff. But all right. these like all those like ensemble movies, I remember like seeing the trailers come out when I was in like high school and like early college and being like insulted that like I wasn't asked. Where it's like, okay, well clearly right. everyone who's anyone was asked and no one contacted me in the middle of nowhere, Illinois to ask me to be in this <laughs> movie. And then I remember seeing them having such high hopes because they just got everyone who was relevant <laughs> and then they were all bad. That's how I always feel when I see um Jessica Alba and Jessica Biel kikiing at the Oscars. Uh, I'm like, uh, (laughs) can I come then? Yeah, literally. It's like, clearly you're letting anyone come. I have to tell you, there was one job I worked here in LA. It was at a spin studio. And my first morning, like 5.30 or 6 in the morning, Jessica Alba comes in and she's like, does someone have gum? Like, I just get really dizzy, like on the bike. And I remember thinking to myself, like, holy shit. You were in Never Been Kissed. Like, I just thought right. that in my head where it's like, out of all the things Jessica Alba has done, <laughs> I was the most happy to be in the presence of someone who was in the movie Never Been Kissed. Because I just remember thinking she was the coolest in that movie. Also, justice for Marley Shelton. I'm obsessed with Marley Shelton. Oh, me too. I saw her at a cafe once last year and we like made eye contact and she like politely smiled at me and I wanted to be like, you need to know that I love you. And I'm like waiting for your comeback. But I didn't say that. She's so iconic. She was so good in um uh in Scream. Or and she was so good in uh in Grindhouse too. Yes, and Sandlot and Warriors of Virtue, that weird like kangaroo like ninja movie. Right. Yeah. Iconic. Yes. She's another real good physical comedy girl. Yes. Um yeah, Drew's there's a there's so many bad Drew films that it's hard to like there's so many great ones and so many bad ones it's like the gray area is like there is none totally it's like like aggressive ends of the spectrum like they're either amazing or like absolute crap yeah and like her and um her and i'm saying they really overstayed their welcome is a little as a it's like enough I was going to say that I'm like, I'm like repelled by an Adam Sandler rom-com. Like if he's the romantically, like it's like 1-800, I'm not interested. Whoa, 1000%. He makes me I'm like, like, I can't stand him. Me neither. I like the way he talks. 
He's like, ah. in Spanglish, like in Spanglish, we're supposed to be like rooting for him. And he's like, being like a, a good guy just is enough to drive you crazy. <laughs> this is like a bad like Christopher Walken impression. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I remember in Spanglish, like I was supposed to think he was like just a nice dad who like had an indiscretion. And I'm like, listen, I know Tay Leone is like insufferable in that movie, but it's like you're still like cheating on your wife. And like, that's not okay. Like emotionally. You know, the only movie I've ever liked him in was, um, it was like, I like Waterboy. I mean, mostly because of Kathy Bates, though, let's be honest. Right. Um, I like Big Daddy. Big Daddy's cute. And I like Punch Drunk Love because I've I'm never seen that movie. A low emo boy. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> His only, like, really serious. Yeah, I do. I honestly, I love. I love when movies make me cry. Like, I, like, seek Same. out movies that I know will make me ugly cry when I'm alone. Oh, my God. Have you seen the movie Onward? It's, like, a Disney movie. I don't think so. That movie, like, fucked me up at the beginning of the pandemic. And, like, I just, like, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Wait, I'll write it in my notes. No, write it in your notes. Onward. Yeah, so good. I really, I've really been wanting to watch Stepmom lately. Like, sorry to bring it up again, but, like, let's just bring it full circle to Julia. Like, she is so perfect (laughs) in that movie. Oh, my God. She's so good. And her little wig. Oh, yes. Her sassy little wig. (laughs) And baby Jenna Malone just being, like, an asshole to her that whole movie. When Julia Roberts picks up the phone, she goes, what the fuck is your problem? And she goes, you (laughs) are my problem. (laughs) And Nobody cusses is, like, like hot No, no, you're right. She's so good. Have you have you seen August or or uh, August? Wait, August Osage County. August Osage County. Yes. <laughs> Fun Eat fact the about fish, August Osage bitch. County. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact about August Osage County. That started as a Chicago play at the Steppenwolf Theater, and my dad is friendly with Jeff Perry, and I got to, like, crash a rehearsal of it, like, before it ever premiered, and then I got to see, like, the original run, and then I remember when they made the movie, and, and yeah, it was really cool. It was, like, a formative moment for me, but then I remember seeing the movie and just seeing, like, all the Chicago actors who didn't make the cut and Julia getting the lead and me being like, whoa, Hollywood is a wild place. (laughs) Holy shit, and she, like, killed it. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. It's so good, so good. (laughs) <laughs> another fun fact about august osage county is that it's where pioneer woman lives and me and my best friend katie have contemplated many times she's like from osage county and oh my god we've contemplated going there a bunch of times because she basically owns the town like because she's obviously the wealthiest person in the town she's like wait who's rich. pioneer woman oh that's reed drummond she's on the food network Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, am I supposed to know who this person is? Okay, keep going. <laughs> well, no, she's just like this gingy on the Food Network. And like, she's like, <laughs> uh, she's like the Ina Garden of women who budget shop. Like, Amazing. I don't know. She's just like, a she's a cultural phenomenon amongst gals. I'm obsessed with her. And she owns that that town, basically. She's like a Food Network lady. And she basically owns that little town. And just builds shit that like, like she's like has a monopoly on that into on all of Osage because it's in the desert, wow. in the middle of nowhere, and she can just build shit, and then everybody has to shop at her places. That sounds incredible! What a dream! I need to research this woman. Oh my god, you would love the Pioneer Woman. She's iconic. <laughs> you should go. You should visit, and then you should reenact all of Julia's scenes from August Osage County while you're visiting Osage. <laughs> Eat the fish, bitch. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like she does. She's so good at swearing. It just makes her seem so cool. Like, it just sounds cooler coming out of her face. Yeah, like, all of her, the times that she swears in Aaron Brockovich, they, like, make it a point to really, like, zoom in on her face when she's swearing. Because it's, like, yes. Julia's cussing. Yes. Amazing. Um. Well, do you want to listen to these calls before we wrap up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay, I am from Manchester, New Hampshire, which is where Adam Sandler's from. And uh, it's literally inescapable, the amount of fucking townies that will be like, uh, <laughs> my hairdresser, she's his cousins with Adam Sandler. So, pretty cool. Like, that's nothing he's nothing 
Oh my god, Adam fucking Sandler, man. The bane of my <laughs> existence in Manchester. Oh my god, being haunted by Adam Sandler, not by choice. That sucks, Julia. I feel Ugh. your pain. And there's nothing worse. As somebody who grew up in a town where there's like... Like, I grew up where LeBron is from. And I don't care but about... Where did you grow up? Um, well, I grew up in a suburb off of Cleveland called Akron. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and LeBron is from here and like I grew up seeing him a lot because he went to my rival high school and I don't care about That's basketball <laughs> so yeah we've been over this <laughs> yeah so it's like you know having people be like yeah you know LeBron um I work at the uh the pulp up there on uh West Market and uh LeBron's mom came in and had a black card, yeah, pretty crazy. My friend said he saw LeBron in the car. I was like, mm-hmm. You're like, neato. Amazing. Um, wait, we have some more messages from Julia. I feel like you're either an INET girl or a Pioneer girl. I just had to say it. I'm an INET girl. Oh my god, I'm an I mean, INET girl as well. Those are the rules. Like, you either... That is the Food Network rule. You either gravitate towards the Pioneer Woman, which is fine, or you gravitate towards Ina. I Ina but, raised me. Right. She, Here's the thing. I'm not... Sorry, finish your thought. No, I was going to say she just lives inside my DNA. Ina's, like, so comforting. Here's the, my issue with Food Network is, like, I get hungry. So, like, I have a hard time investing because I get pissed off that, like, I don't get to, like, eat the roast chicken, like, through the TV. So this is why I don't really, like... I dabble and like I know Ina, but like I, I can't really decide which kind of gal I am until I really delve into Pioneer Woman. I get that. I don't have an immediate reaction where I'm like, oh, I got to eat something right now, but it does affect what I'll eat later, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it sort of stays in my brain. Yes. Um, okay, let's finish up these messages. Troy, one of my best friends grew up in Akron, and she too could not escape the amount of people saying they fucking knew LeBron. It's hilarious. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> I went, um, a couple of years ago, I took a trip to New York to visit my friend. And mm-hmm. I go every year, but I, like, brought our other mutual friends, too. And they had never gone. And I was like, just so you know, every single person that Katie introduces us to is going to ask you about LeBron. And they're like, oh, why? And I was like, because like we were from Akron and like, they're going to ask you. And it was literally like every single person was like, wait, do you know LeBron? Wait. So like, okay, tell me everything. Like, what's he like? <laughs> so like, is he just like walking around your town? Wait, that's crazy. So like, did he go to your high school? <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. So like, wait, like, fuck, fuck. You're like, you need to know that you're in the presence of a celebrity, the celebrity being me. So why don't you fucking pay attention to me and ask me about myself like a polite person? I'm like, in 2001, Britney Spears made her appearance in our small town. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did she, though? That's amazing. Well, she just toured here. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. Um, Oh, wait. We have a call that I missed from earlier. I'm sorry. Leah, I'll play this one now. Um, re the family stone. I'm really embarrassed to say that I just recently saw like the cover of the family stone poster for the first time where it's like the person like with holding up their ring finger and there's like an engagement ring on their finger. And it was not until I saw that poster that I realized that the family stone was a double entendre referring both to the family <laughs> and the ring. Whoa. <laughs> I love that poster. It's so simple. It is. I know exactly what you're talking about as soon as you bring it up. Right, right. Also, like, wouldn't it be a red flag if, like, you were about to get engaged to someone and they, like, asked your sibling to, like, casually try the ring on? Like, that would alarm me a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, maybe don't ask my sister to try the ring on. Let's get your beautiful sister in here and see if it looks good on her hand. Yeah. Yeah. Can you fucking not? Um, well, Hannah, thanks so much for doing this with me tonight. I have to stop talking or I'm going to, I, mean, I don't know if you can tell, I'm like gagging up a storm. 
<laughs> You're a star. Thank you so much for having me on. This was truly just the utmost pleasure. I could talk about rom-coms or really anything with you until the end of time. So thank you so much for sharing this hour with me. Of course. Thank you to everybody left in the room, all four people. And uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.